Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 43 of Geek Out Nerd Rage. We are starting late because Josh forgot his mic. There's no confirmation about this. You really need to, like, tattoo mic to on your my palm hand on Wednesdays, <laughs> on Wednesdays or just remember when Wednesday is. I, I could set up a reminder on my phone that would, like, hey, Josh, it's Wednesday. Before you leave the house, make sure you pack your mic. Eh. Actually, you know what the great part is? Hmm? The listeners don't actually care that we started late because they're listening to this whenever it goes they up, want. Yeah, whenever whenever it's up, it's up. It's only us that cares. Whenever it's down, it's down. Because and I, don't, neither. I don't think we care that much. No, I actually got more of a nap in. Yeah, I was saying, when I got here, like, oh, great. man, you were late. I got to sleep in a little bit more or have a nap. I was like, oh, yeah, I see, like a two you're hour welcome. Nap. See, yesterday Rob. was me remembering that I can't nap. Yeah. No, I needed to nap because I worked overnight last night. It right. was long and annoying. I didn't even know. Right. <laughs> I, I asked him, I was like, what would have happened if I had, like, died in my room? I don't know. <laughs> it would have been, like, until he needed groceries. He would have been like, hey, Rob, we need groceries. Well, oh, like, shit. Basically, I would have noticed he wasn't streaming. Oh, that's like, also true. For a couple days, and I've been like, oh. Oh, yeah, like, hey, you're lacking on your duties of streaming. Yeah, right? I would right, have to go on your stream that, and be like, I did 12 hours 12 on Saturday. Hour Get off my back. That was awesome. I that was long. We uh, played some Cards Against Humanity online. That was fun. We did. We played Cards Against Humanity. We played some Bro Force, which I don't think you were a part of. I was watching you guys play Bro Force. That was. Force, um, but I was not playing Bro Force. Right. For a lot of it, it was good. For like the some of it in the middle, bit. it was no well, the middle bit when it wasn't like working at oh, all. Well, let's right. put it this way: half the stream was William going, "Where am I? What? Where's my guy? Oh, there I am. I'm dead. I'm well, dead." Well, yeah, that, <laughs> for the first half, that was me. I got it together eventually, but it then funny. it was like my efforts kept on getting thwarted by the fact that we glitched out the game. Yeah, well, like, that happens. The learning it's, curve it's still is still an alpha. It's alpha build. Yeah. Granted, it's been out for like a year, but it's alpha build. Eh. It's still we, we alpha now. It's still crazy fun and absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. But yes, thank you everyone who actually came and sat in for at least a bit of the twelve hour marathon. It was incredibly crazy, and mm-hmm. we went from two hundred to oh two fifteen mm-hmm. to two thirty. I was gonna say we gained a oh, wow, significant you got, chunk of people. Now. Yeah, nice. well, considering nice. this was the marathon to celebrate two hundred, and I'm almost at. A third of the way to 300. Yeah. It's unreal. Not too shabby. Yeah. I am blown away by how fast this has been growing. Uh, Yeah. We keep on saying it's it's like a snowball from here on out. I mean, it really is. Exponential growth. I do have to say, though, I started playing the pre sequel from Borderlands uh, towards the end. That was the last thing I was playing. I don't know if it was because I was playing it with somebody and I'm used to playing Borderlands by myself or if it's the game itself, but I just. I don't like it as much. Is it possible you're just Borderlands out since you've been playing so much? It it is very similar. Like, a lot of people have sort of looked at it as kind of an an expansion. expansion. Yeah. Now you have to worry about your air quantity. There's there's another element that you get to use, Mm. a frost element. Oh, is that? Okay. But, I mean, it's not radically different. The main gripe that I have with it is I know that it was developed by 2K Australia which means that the voice acting pool that they have to pull from is easier because it's Australian. Mm -hmm. But pretty much every character except for the main characters that you have are Australian voice actors. So they sound awesome? That's fine. Whatever on that front. (laughs) But what they also do is they just have so many Australian references. Well, okay, so I I, I know the part you're talking about. Well, no, no, just like all of it. They're talking about, uh, there's Australian references. But yeah, there's one in particular, like the last mission we did, where the guy just was talking in Aus- Aussie gibberish and slang. I was just like, what <laughs> No, that, that that's the point. You're, you're not supposed to understand here? what's going on. You're not. He ba- talked about a billabong. Yeah. No. As far as I know, a billabong is just a company that makes see, stuff see, for see, skaters. See, no. But that that's the whole point, is that you're not supposed to understand what you're talking about. And I think they're saying basically that moon is, the moon is like, Pandora, Australia. This is actually the same issue okay. that I have seen with uh, one of my. I would rate them high up there, but Quantum Dreams they make like Heavy Rain, mm-hmm. yeah, um, mm-hmm. very story driven games. They're based out of uh, see, they're. I think it's, it's Canada. Canada, yeah. So a lot of French like actors. Montreal, yeah. So yeah, like probably all their characters well, I mean, are supposed to be like regular American people. So so like is Ubisoft. French. French. Oh yeah, and Assassin's Creed was yeah. Uh, Seth Green gets away with it though, because they're like I was the gonna past, say, so it's yeah. all like different. Well, except for you, right you now, you should play until you get to well, the Star Wars mission at least. We'll okay. talk about Seth Creed later, but yeah, yeah, 
in the past. Yeah. <laughs> yes. ba- basically, abandon abandon hope on on understanding it and just sort of appreciate the whimsy. It's not Rob's whimsy. I think that's. The Are we problem. talking about the the Aussie stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. See, gotcha. I I want. I right before that, I'd been playing Mr. Torg for oh okay so yeah if you go from torg to aussie whimsy for those of you who don't know torg is another expansion pack for the first dlc for uh borderlands 2 2 yeah and it is absolutely ridiculous yes the man basically just screams he's basically murica in a body (laughs) murica embodied yeah yes there we go there we go. go words Anyway, so that's what that was what my weekend was. How are your weekends, guys? Went to the gym again. Twice. On the weekend? I went to the gym. I didn't go on the weekend. I didn't know we were planning on going no, on the weekend. Not the weekend. I just meant in general. This oh, week. yeah. This week we went to the gym. No, I think I overslept last Thursday, but we went yesterday. Yes, we and did. And I plan on going tomorrow. I yes, Yeah, I I woke up when you went to the gym the first time yesterday. When you went yesterday, I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is he doing up this morning? Going, going <laughs> this is far to too ca- early for him to be to back to sleep. I bought a new role-playing book, uh, mm. RPG. I bought uh, Star Wars Edge of the Empire, the core rule book, book for that. Yep, gotta add that. <laughs> I, I said it wrong once. Yep. It doesn't count. Precedent. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta make sure it doesn't become a habit. Keeping notes. Mm-hmm. So book, is that what the word you're putting on there? No, rule book. Rule book? apparently the rule last book? one is gone. I don't mm. think you're doing it right. You broke it. Yeah. Mm. Maybe I didn't save it. I don't know. All right. So <laughs> well, for you who don't know, William is trying to keep a, a list of all the words I say wrong and how often I say them wrong. It's not see. that you say them wrong. It's just that you have trouble saying them. Well, okay. Yes. You, you have a troubled past <laughs> and future. And future. And, and vocabulary. <laughs> and vocabulary. But yeah, I'm loving the core rule book for that one. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, I like the system and I can't wait to actually play a game of it. We are toying around with the idea of putting together something for uh, streams yeah, well, every other week. We don't want to give away but... too much because we don't know the details yet. I was going to say, let's not promise anything exactly. that we don't I even know. I said toying around with the idea. Exactly. It's, it's, it's something that I think we all would like to do. Right. Uh, because a lot of people don't really play pen and paper RPG and we want to see that change. So mm-hmm. the best way of doing that, that, that is to you know, lead by example and exactly. show them how fun for- it can Forward be. into the past. Exactly. Forward unto dawn. No, we're not watching YouTube things. Oh, okay. Not well, right? Not not, not right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Soon. Can Can I yell about things now? Uh, yeah. Why don't I'd you rather go... you didn't yell just because I have fragile flower ears. So but, I'm guessing this you means know. you have a nerd rage for us this week. Assassin's Creed Unity is poop. Is poop. Yeah. Please tell us well, about okay. the nature of this poop. So, Assassin's Creed Unity for a lot of people was a game that was going to be very exciting. Because a lot of promise. The, the Assassin's Creed universe is fantastic. A lot of people really enjoyed the last one, which was uh, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Assassin's Creed 3, there were some hiccups with. Yeah, it's actually weird. Like it. Assassin's Creed Black Flag isn't called Part 4. It's just called Black Flag. Yeah. They're is not it? numbering them. I don't they've, know they've if they've kind, stopped they've kind numbering of them. Stopped. Well, I, th- I think they, they wanted to get away from the idea that they were milking the franchise completely dry, and so they're like, we should... Regardless. Once they made Part 3, this. Part 3, they realized, well, maybe was a, we should stop uh, yeah, doing that was a this. Thing. Right. <laughs> Regardless of that, though, everyone was really excited for Unity, mainly because you were going to get to run as, like, an Assassin's Creed guild. A, uh, an Assassin's In guild, and France. actually... Yeah, it was taking place during the French Revolution. They brought back giant buildings, which was awesome, because that's right. something you kind of missed with the last couple of them. And, and first one on a next-gen console. So exactly. I'm still playing two, where I'm like, wait, there are huge buildings everywhere. I, right. I should read. Okay, first one built for a next-gen console. There uh-huh. Correct. And it looked awesome. It looked really promising, and the gameplay apparently is not living up to expectations glitching out everywhere mm-hmm. issues with uh microtransactions being hidden from reviews oh that's unfortunate oh my god yeah i, I saw some issues with draw distances as well so like yeah. you'll be walking along nobody you don't see anybody up there you get to a certain distance and then people yeah yeah this is they have problems with crowds they have yeah. problem with frame rate and uh certain cutscenes dropping as low as like five frames a second their original line was that the reason why they they locked the frame rate at 30 or below frames a second was because it looked more cinematic 
fps right. yeah it's like okay. oh yeah it's, it doesn't get to 60 frames a second we actually locked it at 30 so that way it looked more like a movie it's like well first off a movie is 24 frames a second and <laughs> second <Come at> me, <laughs> bro. gaming you shouldn't be trying to strive for movie like jitter in a game right so a lot of people were very frustrated with it um there were also glitches with certain pcs with certain graphic cards which is the, more understandable. The no face glitch. Yeah, uh, the no face glitch. If you haven't seen it, it is the most disturbing thing ever. It's creepy. I, I don't know. Have you seen some? Uh, what is it? Some Oblivion stuff where the guy's that's true. head like yeah. rotates. It, it's like that, but it's pretty much happening more often for people. And it's interesting, right? It's just, okay, this is a thing I think that is universal right now. It seems like we're getting games that aren't finished coming out. Right. Yeah. These are AAA titles that need to be awesome from launch. They released day one patches for it. In fact, they've released two so far. Still hasn't solved all the issues. They're releasing a third one potentially here in the near future. But this is a game that you're paying $60 for at launch. Yeah, and not only are you paying $60 for it, but there's also in the game microtransactions, stuff like that. You can spend more money on their season passes. People are, Mm -hmm. you can easily spend. Well, if you buy all the microtransactions, it's actually close to like $130 of just microtransactions. Yeah, it's but insane. even mm-hmm. if you didn't do that, you can spend just on the season pass alone like another like 50 bucks on the game, 40 bucks on the mm-hmm. game, something like that. So, and Advanced Warfare is actually guilty of this kind of thing as well. The issues with needing pretty much day one patches. I think it's every game right now that's coming um, out has patches from day one. Like, now, how- here's my question. Is it because they're not getting the testing that they need on such a large scale for the wide development? Or do you think that it is more indicative of a rush development cycle? For this one, especially rush development cycle and knowing that they don't need to finish the game because they can patch it. I I would say it's a combination of both, yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed, uh, Ubisoft in general, they've been doing this thing where they've been trying to analyze or annualize you want to write that one down too uh, there you go okay um they want to do that, yeah, that, that that's a tougher word that, that was more of a reading a word in your yeah. head and saying it but anyway differently. they've been trying to do this you're trying to process like annualize yeah okay, I'll, I'll, the, I'll, the franchising I'll one. the franchisation i guess i don't know well that's another franchisation. one franchisation yeah franchises all right so the fact that they're trying to release a game almost every year yeah and not only that they're trying to release multiple games of the same so, like, this is Assassin's Creed. There's also a PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 version that's not the same game. Right. There's Unity and what's the other one? Rock or something like that. I, I have no remember. idea. Yeah. I don't care. I didn't. I don't have an X, or, uh, older We don't system, have. So. We, yeah, the closest we have is an Xbox 360. That's right. It. Which you could have bought it for. but Could have. Yeah. Won't. No. But, yeah, this is the first Assassin's Creed I have not bought. Yeah. Because I just, I don't want to deal with it, so. And I feel like Ubisoft has been slowly digging itself further and further into a hole. They've been having more and more issues, and people have become more and more dissatisfied with the games. I know that with Assassin's Creed 3, so many people were so frustrated with it and frustrated with the issues of that game that they wanted to boycott Assassin's Creed 4, or in this case, Black Flag. Yeah. And now more and more people are increasingly frustrated the, the sad part is because of this whole patching thing, like the game will probably be good here in like a month or two. Oh yeah, right. for, for people who don't buy out of the gate, it'll be an okay experience. Which I'm wondering if it's worth buying it then, or if I should just completely boycott it. Right, but at that point, that kind of takes away from the the fun of having a game at launch. That going to the midnight release of a game, yeah. taking it home, putting it in your system, and just having the best time let me tell you about halo 3 (laughs) right is that the last time you guys did a midnight release for a game well i pretty much at least for me i can't so my issue is i started working at gamestop so i've done many you are there whether you want to be or not and i bought games at the midnight releases but i don't remember like i don't know if any of them i would have actually done it if it wasn't for the fact that i was getting paid i can't remember (laughs) what did i go to i mean we were we were at the we oh we went to mass effect 3 um, I did not do that one. I have actually sure. never played Mass Effect 3. Oh, it's or a good two. game. I've except played, for the ending. I have played Which they like a in. few hours of one. Yeah, that's what I did. I played yeah. one. I have all three. Liked it. Not enough to finish I it. I mean, I have it on computer for some reason. Uh-huh. Oh. Anyway. Maybe, maybe Eldrin. I, yeah, I'm, I was very frustrated by what I was reading with this. I have a good friend that was playing through it, and he enjoyed the game. 
Mm-hmm. But there were just so many issues. Yeah. And so many glitches. It's so disappointing because I really want to play this game because it looks awesome as far as what they've done mm-hmm. right with it. Yeah. And the mechanics look a lot of fun, and I just like that world. Yeah. But they're like, yeah. I think that's the most disappointing that a game can be is when it, for all intents and purposes, should be good, but there are just. Yeah, you can that see the potential it, there, it and it's bad. just not happening. I'd rather a game was just crap to begin with. Or it's surprised, like. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, Mordor. Yeah. Mordor. People were like, this is good. Yeah, like, it's what the hell? I haven't license had, game. This is have, really good. I haven't had a good license game since, like, this is like Two Towers. This is like Batman only. I don't know. The, the original GameCube uh, Lord of the Rings games were pretty good. I like no, them. No, Lord of the Rings, especially, like, the Lego Lord stuff of the Rings. is awesome. Oh, yeah. I played they, that. They it was great. They pretty well. All right. Not bad. Anyway. Well, the thing that I am excited about, though, mm-hmm. is a Kickstarter campaign that was started two days ago by uh, two gentlemen by the name of Ron Gilbert and Gary Winnick, who probably you don't know their names, but you do know what they've worked on before. They are the creators of Maniac Mansion and Monkey Island. I I guarantee that Patrick, if he ever listens to this, which maybe he should, but I'll let him know, knows who those people are because he loves he may games. or may not have been the one that posted the topic. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, that's how, yeah. I don't know if he that's listens to the I podcast, learned. but I'll be like, Patrick. Yes, so thank you, Patrick. We, we, talk, we talked about your thing. It's true. Um, but these two gentlemen were, uh, were the guys who developed those two very, very iconic uh, point-and-click adventure games from Lucas um, uh, Arts Games. Maniac Mansion is <laughs> such... An annoying game. It's great. It's it, but it's the most annoying game ever. Right. It's it's of its time. It's of this generation of these types of games. Why don't you explain what kind of game it is? Because a lot of people yeah. probably well, we might have a lot of users who, or listeners who don't Maybe. know. Right. Yeah. So point, point and click. Point and click adventures are basically side scrollers where you're not necessarily having to have reaction skills, but it's mm-hmm. mainly puzzle games. It's essentially you're solving a puzzle every single screen. You're gathering you're gathering essentially items to mm-hmm. piece together to complete Correct. puzzles. There are going to be hundreds of unique items. There is going to be a ton of different puzzles that they're going to have within the game. The entire game development cycle, they're planning on taking about 18 months um, where they're going to be working as the main coder and artist. Um, and then they're going to bring in after about a six month period, a part-time musician and some other coders to help them okay, out that's cool. with everything. Um, but the story is going to focus on five different characters that you're really going to be able to switch through at any time throughout the game. Which, is, which is very GTA Maniac 5. Mansion, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the idea is true. that if a character died in Maniac Mansion, you would switch to another one. Right. And then you would keep going. And that, that's sort of how it went. Yeah. Right. Um, but the story is focusing on two kind of washed up detectives who are investigating a murder. Out, uh, they find a body outside of this little town called Thimbleweed Park. Which is, is the, the name, of the, name game. of the game, Thimble Park. Or is it Thimble called Thimbleweed Park? It's Thimbleweed Park. Uh-huh. Okay. I couldn't remember if the game had the full title. Yes, it does. And they have little like 8-bit versions of themselves kind of talking about who they are. And one of the yeah. little uh, speech bubbles that comes up is, what the heck is a Thimbleweed? <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was very amusing. A lot of people thought that when they first saw it. Right. I just um, imagine that it's a like a tumbleweed, except really, really t- small, really tiny. Really yeah. Um, and then you have Jeez. Dolores, who is in Thimbleweed Park. Dolores. Uh, Dolores. Oh, okay, I wasn't sure if it was like Dolorax or something. No, Dolores, who's attending the reading of her rich uncle's will with all of her siblings. There is then Ransom the clown, who has <laughs> been cursed and cannot remove his makeup. That sounds are creepy enough as they are. And so. then you have Franklin, who wakes up on the 13th floor of a hotel. Mm-hmm. Which is probably the 14th floor. No idea how he got there. They actually have 13th floors on most hotels. Right. No idea how he got there. And it turns out he's dead. Oh, oh these things happen. It's true. He was dead the entire time. <laughs> but he is not the body that the detectives are investigating. He's just a random dead oh, guy. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> he's another dead guy. So, just some guy. They are intentionally going for the kind of retro big pixel look that they yeah, had. Yeah, it from looks these like this game games. was built back in the day, but to a keen eye, when you look at it, you can tell it's newer because they pixels. have a lot better graphics as far as even pixelated graphics go. Right. Mm. It's a lot smoother. It just looks like it's going to be a fun game. 
and I'm excited to see what they actually can do with it. Uh, right now, they have the goal set at $350,000 on Kickstarter. Okay. I have no doubt they're going to make it. Well, after two days, they're almost at $200,000. Exactly. So. Like, I think they'll be just the, Yeah, there's so much love for these old games. I actually mm-hmm. suck at these games. I've never been good at point-and-click adventure games. Yeah, I, I'm not so either. To be fair, I looked at the walkthrough for Maniac Mansion, and it's insane. It's involved. You like, have to have this point-and-click adventure logic that isn't real logic. Yeah, well, but, you have to have the logic and it turns out that there's time-based coordination yeah. that you have to do, and if you get it wrong, you die. This so, goes for me. This goes all the way back to Zork. I mean, like the the oh, text-based adventure. It's yeah. the same game. Like if you think about yeah. Zork, essentially you go in a room, you get you find clues, and you have to piece together you clues. Owned by a crew. I remember there was a story that our dad used to tell us about. What maybe it was oh, yeah. Zork? The, the, it might have been Zork. It was a dragon, like a, a maze, uh, and you had to. Right. Yeah. There was a there was a point where you come across a, a, a sleeping dragon. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he just kept dying and dying and dying. Basically, like a try, you can choose to attack it with whatever you have in your inventory, mm-hmm. like and anything, just, swords, whatever. So he decided at one point to just say, "I, I attack the dragon," and he said, "With what? Your bare hands?" Yes. yes. Congratulations, you slew the dragon. That's awesome. Like <laughs> this is the type of stuff that like you wouldn't. Be able to beat the game, even with Maniac Mansion and, and that kind of stuff, unless you just like threw everything at the wall and yeah. something will stick. It, eventually. It, you, you have to. And the idea is that it's sort of the next step after arcade games where you don't have to put quarters in the machine every, you know, yeah, over instead and of being exactly. to throw everything yeah. at the wall. <laughs> but I really liked some of the perks that they had. Um, one of the ones that really stuck out to me was I think it was their $25 or $35. I can't <laughs> I remember it what it was. Yeah. Um, but it is their absolution perk and what it is is they have a quote that says i pirated maniac mansion and monkey island and i feel bad about it <laughs> so if you if you buy at that level or you contribute at that level they will absolve you of all guilt and give you a digital <laughs> copy amazing. of you get the game, game and you no longer have to have any guilt about That's pirating sad. my buddy alan reasons. has maniac mansion so i don't even have to do that right exactly but i just thought that was absolutely fantastic they're kind of it's the humor that they have, that very yeah. tongue-in-cheek, which is what the games humor, are known for too. Which is great. So it's, it's it true. makes perfect sense. I'm excited. So I, I will be excited in a year and a half to see it. I can't wait to suck at this game as well. I'm gonna suck so much. I will be using a walkthrough from day one. That's that's okay. <laughs> you don't have to be the no lifer who figures it out on day one. I can't wait to see speedruns of it. That would be kind of entertaining. I've never seen a speedrun of a point-and-click adventure. I'm it, sure it's done. It has to get optimized somehow. Yeah, I mean that's true. Yeah, glitch some items. It, it, I, yeah, glitch I, items. Well, actually, with the old games, with the memory being written in certain ways, I'm sure you can glitch it. Yeah. This tangent uh, brought to you by people who have watched way too many speedruns. Exactly. I'm going to AGDQ. Yeah. I'm, I'm not because my school sucks. I'm not because of school. Moving on, emo. It's not emo. No, it's gone. It's just misunderstood. <laughs> No, actually, it's it's not very well understood. Hey, hey, it's true. It's true. Yeah. See, I, did, I said something that was true. Understood. All right. So what are we talking about? Besides terrible. What? Nothing. I nothing. Not finishing that sentence. Oh, my my comp sci professor made an Alice's restaurant joke today, and three of us got it. <laughs> well done. Job, it was cool. <laughs> anyway, I was a nerd from the '60s. What? <laughs> You're not, our no, parents are. No, <laughs> that one. Our dad is most okay. assuredly a nerd from the '60s. I'll give you that, but yeah. Oh no, no. Hey, I, I, um, I was playing Alice's Restaurant at one point at home, and Dad heard it, and then Mom came in, and they both started singing it, and I was just like, <laughs> it's one of those moments. This is happening right, right now. now. Okay, so what I'm talking about actually is the misunderstood dark matter. Why is it misunderstood? Because we can't really detect it all that well. It's not really there. Well, it is. Or is it? It's uh, estimated to be about 80% of the universe's total matter. So, yeah, we're pretty sure it's there. We're in the minority, people. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're in the super minority. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's matter that doesn't really interact with the other matter. It keeps to itself. It's but kind we of kind like of think it has to, to exist side. because if it has something has to be in Basically, those spots. Basically, quantum theory says it has to exist yeah. and from our estimates and measurements of all of the mass in the in the universe right now there's well 80 percent of it is missing so. yeah so it, yeah. like hold on there should be shit here yeah exactly Where the, fuck is the equations say there should be shit but our observations say there isn't any shit so 
The ship be gone, yo. <laughs> yeah. So we're so we're working on ways to detect the shit. Got it. And some uh, some. Um, I like how this has devolved into poop jokes. Yeah. Well, you started it. It's true. True story. True story. So the, I hang around with Fi Fi too much. Uh, butts. <laughs> These guys, um, Andre. Uh, let's see. Five thousand. Derevianko, and Maxim Close. Pospilov. They're Is it uh, Andre three thousand? Andre three thousand. Andre Derevianko. I don't think that translates to three thousand. So you're out of luck. <laughs> it should. Anyways, and continue. Maxim and Maxim Pospilov, Russian, maybe. Probably. Um, Probably. They have come up with the idea that we might be able to use our GPS satellites to detect the interaction of dark matter with. I guess the rest of the universe. Got so, got it. How you know the question is okay? How does that work? I want to keep to myself. I don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah, pretty much. Basically, the idea is that GPS satellites have to keep track of time very, very precisely, so that they can communicate the data to cars and things and make it so they don't crash. Cars and sticky. Seems legit. Seems legit, right? Okay. The, I understand that idea. The sphere of our gps satellite network is roughly fifty thousand kilometers in diameter that's a lot it's pretty big yeah it's it's you know not really that much as far as the universe goes but it's decent and in terms of like moving through the galaxy our solar system is moving at about 300 kilometers per second also seems legit i'm trying to i'm trying to think there's a song about this yes you're right it's the um I mean, it's a Monty Python thing. Right. Um, this is where they usually break out the song. Me on the Milky Way. Yep. Yep. That just happened. Okay, go on. Yep, it's anyway. still happening. All right. It's in my head. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, so basically... Oh. Yeah, right? Oh, now Rob's got it. Okay. Yeah! It's spread. But it's... I can't get it all I think it's Every Sperm is Sacred. Maybe. Oh. Life of Brian? I think it's you, from that. You, I think you might be right. That sounds like a life brain. Yeah, to me. it is. Anyway, bringing us back <laughs> anyway. from that tangent, basically the idea is that with it's <laughs> uh, still happening <laughs> with with the speed that the Earth is moving and the diameter of the network, a time variation. Like if there was a disturbance in the force, uh, in, in the dark in matter, the in the dark uh, from the dark matter on the on the rest of the matter that would perturb the basically motion of electrons which okay. would affect time right um, time violation the the issue with the time would take about 170 seconds to propagate across from one one end of the network to the other i don't know how they came up with that number that's just what i was told seems like a legit science. number got it it's science science number yeah all of a sudden we just seal neil degrasse tyson pop up science exactly <laughs> so how do we how do we figure out if this is actually happening well, 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 it turns out Science. that we can use electromagnetic radiation from pulsars, which are basically die, dead, dead, dead stars as opposed to dying. Yes, D-E-D, dead stars. D-E-D, on him, D-E-D, dead. He can't laugh. His tongue is cut out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's the sound he makes. I know. That, that is... Also factual. Eh, well, this I mean, is my lizard. <laughs> jolly, jolly. Uh, uh, what, what what is a what is it a, a ganache or no cannoli? Cannoli? No, cannoli? It's, it's a kind of pastry. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are really shaking their head right now, like, what's? A, well, you're talking about goth matter. I don't understand. A ganoule. Women. A ganoule. A what? A ganoule. It's a it's a pastry. <laughs> William has lost it he at is this good, point. Better best show him your archery medals. <laughs> Focus, William. Back to the topic. Don okay, so yeah, we miss you. Pulsars, pulsars, dead stars, dead stars. They emit electromagnetic radiation at very, very regular inter- intervals, like more precise than our clocks. You which, could set a clock by it. You could set a clock better than our atomic clocks. Ooh. By by how regular it is, and the idea is that these dark matter interferences, mm-hmm. they're they're kind of imagine walking along the sidewalk and kind of tripping over an edge and like you still keep walking and you resume your normal forward motion after a second but 
for like you, there's oh, that brief there's blip. that brief exactly. blip where you kind of slow down you, there's a hiccup and you look around make sure no one saw you and yeah, you exactly. play it off like you meant to do exactly. it exactly that's what time do does that's what time does when this Physical dark matter comedy does not work on an audio podcast it's, i'm explaining it very mm-hmm. visually i was i was i was the one mm-hmm. doing it yeah. <laughs> so the idea oh, is were, yes. that dark matter might be inducing something called starquakes Starquake? Cool. Tony yeah, Stark wakes. Private Tony eye. Stark wakes up at ten o'clock. Well, so wait, what are they called again? Star Starquakes. Yeah, Starquakes, man. It, it sounds like the... it's like an earthquake. Like uh, this sounds like <laughs> wait, it wait, should are, be like are... shaking everything to pieces. I mean, on a very very tiny scale, it's it's upsetting. Like it's changing fundamental laws of physics for a very brief moment, basically. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Well, then it's not a law. It's just an idea. Well, no, it's a law for most of the time. Or it, it, it's like changing the constants. So it would be like if the gravitational mm. constant was very, like, very Instead briefly, of slightly. 9.8 meters per second per second, it's 9. Well, that, point... that's gravity. 6.67 times 10 to the negative 11th is G, I believe. Minor? I take a physics class, okay? We have to know this shit. Anyway, anyway, so, so Starquakes. That, so basically, that would change Starquakes. how the how the mm. pulsar emits. Go for some Starquakes right now. Yeah, right. It would it would change the timing on the pulsar's emission, maybe, maybe. possibly, and possibly. So that's that's maybe how possibly. we would perhaps detect the presence of dark matter. So the whole point of this is the fact that we might have found a way to possibly find mm-hmm. the truth that dark matter does exist. Yeah. Now, instead of just a theory of dark matter. Right. Exactly. No, isn't it supposed to be where if like oh no, that's antimatter. Antimatter and matter, uh, when they encounter each other, they annihilate in a fit of gamma radiation. Right. Which so, is super high energy and... Does not make the Hulk, no matter how much we want to believe. Afraid not. It just makes things owie. Yeah. <laughs> make uh, things dead. Yeah, it pretty much... That's owie <laughs> to the extreme, all right? <laughs> to an extreme. Super owie. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's pretty cool. I, I like that science is continuing to move forward in that regard. More science. At this point, I kind of feel like... Finding out dark matter is real is kind of like inevitable. Like we oh, already know it, it is. is. We like, just need to advance well, the techniques. Like, it's kind of like finding the uh, what's the particle we were looking Higgs for? Boson? Higgs boson. Higgs boson. I got you. We we knew that it was gonna happen. It was mm-hmm. just a matter of time, and then we needed to actually do it. Yeah. Thank you, Kern. CERN. CERN. I said Kern. CERN. I've heard it both ways. No. I'm playing it cool right now, you know guys. What, you know what does play both cool. ways though? Uh, I don't know what the answer Quant- does. Quantum is. bits. Quantum bits? Oh, yeah. Goth matter? No. <laughs> Don't listen to him. Keep talking. Keep talking. Quantum, All right, so th- th- this is getting into my second topic. Basically, a team in South Africa has managed to, using a quantum computing architecture, okay. um, has run an algorithm and proven what was supposed to happen, basically, that this algorithm would run more efficiently on this new architecture than it would on standard architecture. So what is quantum bit architecture? Basically... Well, let's start at what a standard bit is. Okay, standard bit is a zero, is something that is a zero or a one. Literally, it's basically on or off. On or off. It's, it's whether switch. there yeah. is current flowing through a wire or not. That's all it is. That's one way of representing it. Yeah, I mean, it could be really anything, but it's essentially just a bit is something that can well, only have two states. Yeah, either... but I, I just mean that, like, in a computer, when you yes, get down to it, a it's computer. a wire with current or not. Yes. Um, the difference between that and a quantum bit is that a quantum bit can be zero, one, or... Something else. Pudding. Um, well, I mean, it's it's basically a concept that I have no that I don't really understand and have no hope of. Uh, of we are not at that level of comprehension unless yeah. we are devoting our entire lives it, to it's it. It's something called quantum superposition, and that sounds kind of simple. But pudding, the, but yeah, pudding. I always just think of it as either on, off, or other. Yeah, and therefore it has three states instead of one state. It, it has effectively three states. I and... like on, off, or pudding, or yeah. pudding. I like pudding, pudding as well. Let's do it. Let's go get some pudding. As long as it's not tapioca. Um, I love tapioca. Fuck tapioca. He, he, you shut chocolate, your well, cho- chocolate tapioca pudding's not bad. Okay, maybe vanilla is just not. Yeah, consistency. Ugh. Mm, mm, mm. Why does it taste like gravel? That's all I'm asking. It doesn't taste like gravel. It tastes like wonderful like eggs in my mouth like no. little little eggs and pudding me hungry <laughs> can we go get some pie or <laughs> something after this like ruining my pudding with with, with yeah. all right Dog, so we'll go get some pie quantum okay. bits okay pie yeah sounds good so basically they using um 
Simon's algorithm. I had it in the title. I'm like, what am I talking about? <laughs> what is going Testing on? Testing Simon's I'm algorithm. So confused. Which Simon's algorithm basically says is a a you know arbitrary black box when you give it a set of inputs for each unique set of inputs, like configuration of inputs, does it give a unique output? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So with the simplest version of of this box, you take six inputs. And for a normal architecture, it can verify whether there are unique outputs with three iterations. Right, because it has to be on, off, on, on for each one. Yeah, something like that. Well, but there are six inputs. So. Right. And and, I, at, at any rate. Right. With yes. six qubits, or qubits, I, I don't actually know if it's whatever. Qubits, Q-U-B-I-T-S. Okay. It takes two, two iterations. Right, because there are, it's two states versus three states. Right, exactly. And yeah, it makes sense. But what's cool is that it's not just always going to take one less iteration as you scale the thing up. It's supposed to get more. The gap is supposed to get greater as you scale it up. Makes sense. It's so, just like when you add more complications to a password by adding another character. It doesn't mm-hmm. just go up by like a one little. Right. Yeah, it exactly. is an exponential there is, there, there is marginal utility gained exactly. for, each, for each iteration. Marginal and, utility gain. That is a phrase. That is a phrase. It's basically you're getting more and more improvement for each step that you the go The same up. amount of... Yeah. yeah. Each step is higher. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the problem with this is it's not just you know universally universally applicable to all algorithms you can't just slap quantum computing on anything and <laughs> have this. it go i can't like um, replace my hard drive with a quantum hard drive i'm afraid not Aww. i mean you you I mean, in theory could, i guess you could really but there's no lot. guarantee that it would be better um a lot of corruption of data <laughs> yeah probably but um how do i migrate my inter- my information over oh, from god <laughs> i thought windows 7 was bad zing windows pudding <laughs> pudding <laughs> but um the, there's the theory that another algorithm which is called shore's algorithm might be improved and and that one is just for factoring large numbers into its prime factors hmm. which is actually it turns out really important for computing but it's one of the less sexy things so it doesn't get much attention um but yeah the thought is that this would help, prime help the algorithm a lot so that's very cool um so they're making some headway as far as quantum computing. It still yeah. has, I it has a feel like it has still. a lot of issues with just the physics, not physics, but with the physical building of it because of uh, the temperatures it has to be at and all this other stuff that they're still having issues the, the with. The implementation is very picky right now, yeah. and the applicability is not super well understood just because it is so cutting edge. But, but look at computers from back in the day. Giant, say, giant rooms. We've only really say, been using computers for like 60 years. So. Right. And yeah. we went from something that is as big as a building to phones that something fit that in our pocket. Well, I mean, yeah. actually, I mean, this is a complicated thing, your phone. If you want just a computer, you could get it down to a postage stamp pretty easily. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Um, True. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Anyway, so Things Josh, about stuff. Josh, what do you have for me to be excited about? I have less brainy things and more entertainment that's things. okay i need sometimes that's i need to turn my brain standard off. for this podedcast I, I need to yes it is i bring the media i i really do feel like the three of us have a a very unique balance to the topics that we tend <laughs> to bring we do pretty well it's pretty funny there's some over overlap with like gaming and oh, stuff oh, like yeah. that, but yeah. but yeah okay so my first topic speaking of kind of gaming this is tangentially connected to it because it's all about the playstation coming out with a essentially their own cable their own type of cable uh service cable tv so playstation view is what it's called it's an internet-based cable tv essentially you would pay they haven't released anything about the prices or anything like that but it's going to be i would assume less than cable is and it's going to be i mean it would almost have to be less than cable is unless they're being dumb well, yeah, exactly. Right now, CBS has signed on Discovery, Fox, NBC, um, Viacom with like BET, CMT, Comedy Central, MTV. Those Viacom guys. is a Viacom's huge. Massive, Nickelodeon, massive Spike, VH1, like the list goes on and on. Um, and on and on. So the service will be what it sounds like. You just pay a monthly fee, and you would watch cable TV through your uh, PlayStation. They're cutting out the necessity for having cable. It's now going towards that one single line going into your house 
Which is awesome. It is awesome. And I love Until this idea Google because... Until Google comes out with it and then we have to switch. <laughs> well, but hopefully there's no contracts, like year-long contracts or anything like that. It's just like, hey, month to month. I was going to say, if, you're, drop it if your PlayStation up. membership is monthly, then it's exactly. a good chance. Um, right now, it's it's in the beta form. It's only in a couple cities. Uh, it's going to be beta spreading beta. out. And then I think by the 2015 early, not early, early, but like mid-2015. I was going to be, say it's about to be early exactly. 2015. Mid-2015, oh it will right. be the whole United States. Yeah. Have it. We, we are okay, so about a like month in some away yeah. from early 2015 happening. I'm okay with that. Right? I think, I think 2015 has the potential to be a good year. Um, right now, it will be 75 channels per market because oh, of that's, different markets. That's like normal cable TV was back when it was actually a thing. Yeah, and, you know, you'd have to flip through, like, a 1,000 channels. and. No, I mean, like, back when, like, normal cable was, like, 80 channels. Yes. Yeah. We're talking about when we remember Nickelodeon being channel 36. Discovery <laughs> Channel being channel 34. Now, because it is a, a streaming service, they have other features that cable doesn't have. For example, mm-hmm. everything will have automatic DVRing for uh two days so like anything that's been on in the last two days you can watch what that's an insane amount of storage essentially yeah it's gonna be the, what do they even do no wait a minute no they're rolling don't, 48 actually, hours they, they don't I'll have roll, to do they yeah. don't have to because it's not storing it for every person it's only storing it once and everyone's yeah. access and and then, i was just, like wait a minute there's that's far too much data <laughs> you can't possibly handle that much Great storage <laughs> um so there's that. That's 1. cool. 1.21 You can also... Hold on, time out. I have to say this now because that just reminded me. The epic rap battles of history have come out again. And oh, yeah. fantastic. Um, I well, haven't watched it. Okay, the so first one was good. The second one I was kind of which, about. Wait, no, the first one was... Um... Ghostbusters versus Mythbusters. I actually didn't like that as oh much Oh my god, as, I love um, that one. What was the most recent one? Bonnie and Clyde versus... I... Oh yeah. Uh... It already versus Adam and Eve. The, no, that no, was a while ago. Was, no, Adam and Eve was different. Yeah, uh, who was it? I don't watch these. I, I actually watch them when I'm at your oh, house. Oh, Romeo and Juliet. Oh, Romeo and Juliet. I actually liked that I one like more that one. than I didn't like how they did the Mythbusters. <laughs> I oh, I thought that they here. did great. See, I, I mean, I liked the, I liked the Ghostbusters, but not the Mythbusters. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Sorry, anyway, you can't capture the Heine Man. It, it that it's tough. Yeah, yeah. It was nice, Peter. They did a great job with the makeup, though. Oh no, that. Good. Yes. Voices. I'm in. really interested now. I'm gonna have to watch this. Go watch it. We'll watch it. Season after this. three is pretty mint, though. Okay. Um, what's I gonna say? Hold on. Pretty mint means good. Uh, he hates mint. No mint, mint as, means in, as like, in like a penny minting. Yeah. Like, I, I, not I get like, that, but he still. Hates you know what? Mint. I'm, I'm, I'm reappropriating the word for its pro- proper use. There we go. Mint is a spice. He's mint taking a bet. Is a verb and an adjective. And a noun. Yeah. Can't we agree that the Look English language up. is messed up? Yep. So therefore, yeah. a lot of things are a lot of things. I'm sorry, Josh. We interrupted you. Yeah. Please continue with, with. I only had one more tidbit about this. It was the fact that you can also decide to record a show and it'll keep it for like I think it's a month. Oh, that that seems kind of similar to what Twitch does. Would that record it to the hard drive or would it record it to? From the sounds of it, no. It's going to be online still, but it's mm. it's essentially okay. you're just marking it that you want to keep that for a month. So they will. So I, mm, I wonder how far back they're actually. So if it's for a month, let's say they they would probably actually be just logging the entire thing for that month. I would assume not. Maybe what they can do is an algorithm type of thing where it's like, hey, we do not keep anything that people didn't want to keep. We only keep the the pieces that people do want to keep. So therefore, I can't imagine though that at least one person from this service wouldn't want to keep one of the shows from a pa- from the past month. The only thing I can think of, That's if it's thing. not that, maybe it is storing it locally, and I just don't know. Yeah. Because they haven't really mm. given that much details, but... It'd be interesting to find out. Yeah, that would make sense so that you can only keep something for a certain amount of time, though, for the legal reasons of the contracts with the companies. Right. So, um, so I'm kind of excited for that, because this is another, you know, step in the right direction for cord cutters like myself. We don't have to have cable. We don't have to have, you know... We have new options. I was going to say... There we, are more and choices out there. we have new options if we actually want things because right. we don't have cable yet yeah neither one of or us have cable i watch it. more tv than you guys probably do. well and that's it's what true. i mean is this might actually have us watching tv a bit yeah know. maybe it depends nah. on the price too i mean I if this costs a lot then... could we do it on our computers uh no right now it'd just be okay. ps3 go the PS4. Oh, okay. or ps4 oh ps3 will support yes, it. i mean but you can like you can run that to your yeah you can you can run screen exactly is basically what i mean yeah 
All right, uh, speaking of new alternative media, uh, podcasting has a huge jump forward as far as popularity. Um, so because we are almost going to be at a year. Exactly. Yeah, that's what it is. How do you know? That's, that's exactly what my to- – it is not. My topic is about the new podcast <laughs> called Serial. Um, you it guys not. had not heard about this yet, but it's it's taking the, United, or the whole world by taking storm. Taking the internet by storm. Let's put it this way. It reached 5 million downloads in a record amount of history for iTunes. Hmm. I don't the, know how to track that. I've been trying to track that, and I can't track that. I, I, I'm just letting you know. Dude. I think it's something that you are allowed to do when you get lots of downloads. Yeah, and maybe suddenly, when you... Well, yeah. <laughs> suddenly they're like, oh, you're important. We should... You give know, you More people stats. should download my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Our stuff. Thank you. I edit it. I talk a lot. Our stuff. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just laughing over here like, what the hell just happened? No, I know what just happened. <laughs> All right. So... He just doesn't care. If you haven't heard about Serial, it's a... It's spelled with an S. Not that's not. Yeah. Anyway, it's not Captain Crunch. It's not it's, Captain Crunch. It's like serialized. You could be a serial serial killer where you not killing serials, but like killing people with cereal. Like who have cereal with them? No, like you, you no, no. Like you should have kicks down Your, your, your MO is just like walking around with a box of like Fruit Loops or something. You kill people with actual cereal. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. That's a new. That's a new play on it. Or, or like the prize inside is your murder weapon. All, all of a sudden, it's just Captain Crunch cutting the roof of everyone's mouth. Oh God. <laughs> that's the real serial killer. Yeah. Freaking Captain Crunch. I like Captain Crunch though. Yeah, once you let it sit in the milk for like no wait half no an hour. cinnamon toast crunch that's, cinnamon that's crunch. the one I like. Dude, that's totally. legit cinnamon yeah, yeah. you're right yeah. okay anyway that you can see. <laughs> we, should, we should get some of that <laughs> um, cereal so if it's by the same people that make this American Life uh, but it's not technically is that Ira Glass he's a is an executive producer for the show okay um, Ira Glass is very cool he's very neat. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember her name, the the main person who does it. Because Ira Glass Sarah is the host of Koenig? This American Life. Koenig? Koenig? Koenig's Or K-O-E-N-I-G. How do you say that? I don't know. Anyway, her. She's Sarah. The, Sarah is the main person on the podcast who is narrating it. If, if you've ever listened to This American Life, it feels very much like in that vein of editing style. But this is all one story every single week. It's just the next iteration of that story. It's all about a kid, like, I think it's a 15-year-old murder investigation uh, in Boston, two high school kids. She ends up going missing and then turns up dead, and he gets convicted for the murder. And it's exploring the fact that they had very little evidence, but at the same time, maybe he did it. So she's talking to, like, family and him. Oh, I think I actually remember this. Um, it's in Baltimore. Uh, hey Min Lee was the girl who got killed, and the guy who got charged with it was uh, uh, Saad. I forget his first name. Last name Saad. Uh, Adin Saad. Okay, I'll believe you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that's what the story is. I'm about five episodes into it. It's eight episodes in so far, and it is really interesting. It's it's it's. Kind of like you don't really get this in depth about one subject matter that often, uh, one instance. So it's cool to hear the stylings of like this American Life, like that well-produced product as a podcast. Yeah, and covering something so in depth. The thing that I have really wanted to check out, and I need to go back and listen to it more, is a podcast by the name of The Thrilling Adventure Hour, which I don't know if you've heard of. I'm not. Um, basically the entire idea is that it is like an old serialized radio play. Okay. Yeah. Um, that they're making up their own universe for. They've been doing it for a very, very long time now, but it's another one of these really well produced podcasts that has a wide cast of characters. Now this sounds obviously a little bit more specialized where it's just, yeah, this is more like investigative journalism, uh, meets podcasts. Right. But this is, uh, the thrilling adventure hour is like, pulp yes type I, of stuff i've seen <laughs> ones like that um I, I i like my radio shows like i like my orange juice pulpy hey yo i had uh, to get it in there somewhere just an instance no, of didn't. like how popular this is Obviously though I did. um serial actually has its own podcast or not podcast, i mean subreddit that just uh, already wow popped up and it has like about fifteen thousand subscribers that's pretty quick like it's, it's yeah it's only been around for eight weeks and it's already huge so 
check it out. I think you'll be surprised. And I didn't know if I'd like it at first. I just listened to actually the most recent episode because I didn't know what it was about. I just saw that it was popular. I was like, what is this? Listen to it. I was like, uh, I need to start from the beginning. And now I'm like five. <laughs> we have in. to go back. So. No. Yeah, no, I got it. Yeah, another. I already went back. Rob's very disappointed to, that we're not to the future as proud of him I that was, reference. I was very proud of that reference. Uh, and then, lastly, another quick little podcast that people should check out. Uh, like I said, I bought that uh, core Geek rule book for uh, Empire Strikes. Not Strikes. What's it called? Rise of the Empire. That's what it's called. The uh, RPG. Gotcha. Yes. There is a podcast called Campaign. It is a sub-podcast of One Shot. So the actual podcast is called One Shot. This one's called Campaign. Hmm. It's like a sister podcast to One Shot. You know what else they should check out? Geek Out Nerd Rage. They're listening to it right now. Well, they're t- okay, they're t- literally t- checking tell it people, out as we speak. Tell people to check it out. That 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 one, what he said. Yeah, okay. People should also check out Nerd Rage. <laughs> Just, just half ass really it, why don't you? Fuck up the name of your own I podcast. I did it on purpose, but yes, I did. You didn't do it on purpose. Goner. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that down as something you have trouble saying. <laughs> Geek out nerd rage? Yeah. Grit what? What's it called? What's our podcast? Line. <laughs> Line. But people should also find us on Facebook, because we are there. Find us all That's on true. Twitter, because we are on Geek Out Nerd Rage. You know what Twitter. we haven't asked people to do in a long time? Uh Subscribe, share, rate, review. Yeah, that's true. Please. Y'all should rate and review on iTunes or any other. Pretty sure more like more often rated things get higher visibility. They it's do. true. It is true, and yeah. that will help us grow in popularity. Mm-hmm. It is entirely true, and we thank you for being here. Yeah, <laughs> dealing with this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were tangents. We it did pretty well, I think, you know? There was silliness. There was goth matter. I kind of knew what I was talking about this week, and... For a second, I felt like I was, like, listening to Professor William. I actually, I was I was thinking about this. William was talking about actually starting live streaming as yeah. well on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I am more the entertainer of oh, the yes. two of us. Da, 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 and da, da. I feel like he would actually go through and analyze a game and actually explain shit. Like, Kerbal. Yeah, I would need oh people to actually God. be. Wa- I, I'm not gonna just like explain it while I'm sitting there. I need. You know, I find that would helps be something to I would record do. it because then you can pretend like people will be listening to it in the future, so you feel more like you have to explain. So you stream, but I'm not. And gonna, you... I'm, uh, but I'm not gonna do Kerbal just because like there there are guys who have done that to death. There's this guy right. Scott Manley who's insane. But what I'm saying is, I He's feel like you would be by a Kerbal. <laughs> no, actually, I, I'll, I'll show you guys a picture at some point. It's cool. But anyway, I feel like you would actually be able to explain things, and I just run around like an idiot and mm. shout random things. I've only streamed Hearthstone, so I don't know what I'd be like with a regular game. Yeah, that's right. Unless you count when we all play together, which... I might stream Hardcore Diablo. That could be fun. There you go. Uh, and, and with that. And with that. And we're done. We're done here. GG. GG, guys. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Bye. GG. I funny. <laughs>